Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Stephen Young from Fort Fairfield, Maine. Stephen, I wanted to talk to you today about the prophetic. Uh, recently, I done an interview with Prophet Dennis Kramer, and I've had a lot of inquiries about um, the prophetic and the prophetic words. And um, I was in a service one day where uh, Prophet Dennis Kramer had picked you out of a crowd and spoke some words to you. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. He, uh, <clears throat> we were at a special services at our church, and and um, he just, in the middle of, he was advertising some products that he had to sell, and in the middle he just stopped, and he picked my wife and I out and uh, began to give us a uh, very accurate prophetic word over our life. Uh, and part of that word was, that I had the same uh, prophetic call that he had, that same level, um, called to uh, the office of a prophet. Did you know prior to that day that you had a gift? Yes. I, I didn't really know what it was. I hadn't really developed it, hadn't really um, been in a church that developed it at that point in time in my life uh, but I always knew it didn't surprise me when he pulled that out because I would remember even as a young boy um, having and I didn't know what it was at the time but having insight seeing things happen in the future uh, things would happen and I would say I, I knew that was going to happen I saw that two days ago or whatever and I didn't know what it was at that time um, but when he spoke that out that sparked something that gave me uh, the kick that I needed, the, the igniter that I needed to begin to pursue that. I was at a meeting back, oh, I don't know, it must have been in the 90s, early 2000, and in this meeting a woman spoke to me and she said, you know what it's like to be the least. And because you've been the least, um, God, and you've been willing to be the least, God has put greatness in you. And I thought, well, that's sort of odd um, that she would say something like that to me and she said I see that you write and you write prophetically and I thought well that's really odd too I wonder what all that means so I go home and I pray about it and I started praying I said God you don't um, love me any more than you love the other people so that means there's greatness in them too mm -hmm. and I began to see the gifting in people um, every person has great purpose and value, don't they, Steve? Yes, they do. I'm at a point in my life that I see this prophetic gift as necessary, so necessary, even for the non-believer. Talk to me about that. Um, I've said for the past few years that I personally believe that this next move of God that we're all looking for is going to be led by a prophetic movement. It's going to be led by a prophetic people, by uh, those that are legitimate prophets of God, uh, modern day prophets out there, um, because the prophetic brings direction. It leads. It can lead nations. It can lead our leaders if they'll if they'll be open to it. You know, even our president. If, if he was open to, 
you know, a prophet coming and speaking direction, that can change the course of history and the course of a nation if they'll listen to the voice of God and actually walk in that. So uh, the prophetic, it benefits us as believers, but even non-believers. I've seen non-believers get a prophetic word and completely uh, change the course of their life uh, because it's so witness to them. Well, Steve, tell me a little bit um, of some words that you've given that have come to pass, or, or how are you moving in this gift? Um, it comes with a lot of <clears throat> practice, uh, a lot of stepping out in faith. Uh, I've found that over the years, you know, it used to, years ago it started out with, I might be in prayer or, or just working along and, and God speaks a, a very simple word to me about somebody and I write it down for him and I give it to him a few weeks later. But as I've progressed in that and I've learned, I've found that the Lord has caused me to step a little more out in faith. I don't necessarily get prophetic words for people ahead of time. Lots of times I don't know what I'm going to say until I actually stand in front of that person. So it requires a lot of faith, but a lot of understanding that God has placed this calling on me. So he's going to, when the time is right, he's going to speak through me. And I have to have faith that he's going to speak through me an accurate word. Uh, and to give, I can give you an example of a, a recent one. I was at a men's conference recently, a local men's conference speaking. Um, just It was just a devotion. I wasn't the main speaker. I was just doing a quick morning devotion. And the pastor of the church that was running this conference was, was sitting over to my left and I kept feeling like I had a word for him. I had a word for him. So I just, I didn't know what he felt about prophetic. I didn't know. And when it, when it hit me, I didn't care. And I just said, here's, here's what I believe the Lord is saying. Um, and it spoke to, you know, raising up men that have been addicted to drugs and, and, you know, alcoholics and things like that. Little did I know, one of his assistants had got a phone call in the middle of me getting that, giving that word and left the building. When he came back in, he heard the end of the word. And, and part of the word, if my memory serves me correct, is that they would, ha they would be a center that would... Um, bring alcoholic men, drug addicted men in, they'd raise them up and they'd send them out. So they'd be a center for that. The guy that had the phone call in the middle of me giving a word got a phone call from a local agency that deals with addicted men and alcoholic men and was calling him because they want their church to be the hub for that. So literally in the middle of me giving that word, the word was coming to pass in the middle of that. Um, it's not always that quick. It's not always, it doesn't always happen that quick. Sometimes it can be years down the road, but usually there's something in it when you give a word to somebody, there's something there that witnesses to them where they can say, even though I haven't seen this come to pass yet, I believe what you're saying because you're giving me details that you have no way of knowing. Hmm. I was at a meeting, <clears throat> excuse me, one Steve, where you spoke to me and you said, um, I see you as an Esther. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, as you know, I was um, invited to be part of a team, Women for Life, at the United Nations in New York. Um, and that is my um, call, it's an Esther call. Um, actually, at the University of Maine in Presque Isle, we held by streaming audio with the International House of Prayer, the Esther call. Um, but you didn't know that. Hmm. No. No, I had no clue. 
and and that and what's neat with the prophetic is the prophetic has a way of activating things in people's lives. If they'll even even if you get a prophetic word and it really wasn't a thought in your mind, but if you say I'll receive that, I'll receive that prophetic word and I'll run with that word, that word then becomes activated. The prophetic can activate things in your life if you will receive that prophetic word. Let's say I prophesy over somebody that they, they've got a call, a pastoral call. And maybe they kind of knew it, but they never really accepted it. But if they will say, I'll receive that word and I'll start striving towards that calling, that prophetic word then has now activated something in their life that hadn't yet been activated. And they can begin to uh, walk into that. What would you say um, to a listener today that maybe is questioning, like, is this, could this be for real? Um, maybe there has been some abuses of this gift in the past. Um, speak to me about that. Yeah, that's... The prophetic gift is is probably one of the most um, judged gifts out there. Uh, and you said it. A lot of people are leery of it because of abuse. Some people abuse that gift and give people direction that shouldn't be giving people direction, or they give people direction based on their own desire for somebody, um, not God's desire. Uh, but the prophetic gift is real. Uh, the Bible is full. The Bible was written inspired by God. God spoke to men and they wrote things down and now we have the Bible. Um, so the Bible is a prophetic word to us today. Um, we can still, anytime we need a prophetic word, for, we can go back to the Bible, read about God's promises and God's promises is a prophetic word for my situation today. Um, and just like anything, you know, you've got the five-fold ministry, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. All of them have abused. There's all of them out there that have abused that, that office or that calling. Um, so we have to keep that in mind. But the prophetic is real. I have experienced it. God still speaks today through men and women that will listen. Uh, and, and we can all, uh, you know, there's prophets, but we all have the ability to prophesy, every single one of us. Right, that's, in, that's a scripture. Yes. You know, it makes me think of situations that I've been in, and I would have no idea what to do, but I would say, God, please use me. And I would speak something and wouldn't even know what I spoke to them. And then a year later or so, they'd come back and say, you know what you said was so accurate. You know, that really helped me. I couldn't, I didn't even remember what I said. So I just thanked them and told them, thank God, because he does want to use everyday people like you and I. Yes, absolutely. Even pastors, I've always said, you know, a pastor that delivers a message on Sunday morning, if he has prayed for throughout the week for that sermon, that message, and God gives him this message to deliver to the people. He is prophesying to the people that unless he got his message off Google, you know, or, or, or somebody like that, that that wrote his message for him, if he heard from God a message, a sermon to deliver to those people, he's prophesying to those people sitting there today because that is a direct communication from God 
through man to somebody else. God's speaking in the land today, is he not? Yes. Yes. What else you got to share with us, Steve? Um, you know, that was... The biggest thing is people understanding uh, the difference between the gift of prophecy and the office of a prophet. The Bible speaks of that the gift of prophecy is, is one of uh, the spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians 12. Uh, all we have to do is ask for it. God will, will give us that gift of prophecy. Um, but there is a difference you know, between having a gift of prophecy and being called to the office of a prophet. Those are two different things. And some people kind of get mixed up with that. Uh, some people believe in the gift of prophecy, but they don't believe in modern day prophets. But both are very real. Both exist. Um, and there are, God is raising up modern day prophets uh, in the land today. There's very many up and coming prophetic voices out there today that I believe are going to lead uh, this nation and this world uh, in, into the end days, you know, that we are approaching someday. That, that last big revival, that last big move of God, I believe, is going to be um, really pushed through the prophetic voices of today. Well, I just want to share something. Um, I had went to a church over in Canada and this, we had taken some prayer shawls for um, women that were caught in human trafficking. So these local churches here in Arista County had um, knit some, crocheted some um, prayer shawls for them. So we take them to this church over in Canada and they had um, the gentleman that was speaking, Kale Mumby, and I picked up a little card off of their table that, that talked about a spirit cafe that they had. And I was curious and I wanted to find out about it. So I went. And they don't, they didn't know me. They, I'm from um, Arista County. Mm -hmm. And so um, they, there was a group of them and they prayed over me and they prophesied. And the things that they said to me was just incredible. It was like they read my mail. Mm -hmm. That's what it's like, isn't it? It really is. It really is. And one thing that, that with the prophetic, and <clears throat> I've experienced this where people that question the prophetic, lots of times they'll believe in psychics. They'll believe in those types of things, but they struggle with the prophetic. But, you know... God is moving. People that, that operate in uh, that psychic realm, um, they can only speak to your past. They can only speak to death. But God speaks to our future. And that's, that's the great thing about the prophetic. Satan doesn't know your future. He, can only, he only speaks to your past. God may speak to your past, but he gives you a key to your future. Um, because he knows that. Satan doesn't, and he can't prophesy that. He can't speak that to you. Um, so that, that's the, my biggest thing is, is getting people to know and understand what the prophetic really is and what it is not, and really coming to a place of, of believing it, that it is truly from God. Just recently, I revisited a prophetic word I received in 2008. I was in a meeting in Augusta, and there was 
um, an opportunity to sign up for a prophetic word. I said, I, I don't need any prophetic word. I got the whole Bible. I'm good, really. I'm all set. But I had to wait for my ride home. So they said, well, you have to wait for us. You might as well sign up. So I did. And there was uh, one adult and there were some children. And I would say they were probably between six and nine. And they said, they started singing the song, Jesus Loves the Little Children of the World. Um, and it really touched my heart mm -hmm. because that's what I do. And <clears throat> being a pro-life speaker, I get an opportunity to speak life for children. Mm -hmm. And the th they had no way of knowing. <laughs> These little kids, mm -hmm. they, they never saw me before and they haven't saw me again. But from that time on, I knew the direction that my life would go. And that, that's the neatest thing with the prophetic is when God shows you something to tell somebody and you have no clue what that means to them. But you can see by the reaction on their face that it means something to them. It's speaking to them. Uh, and that's where faith comes out for the one prophesying. is Sometimes you don't always understand what you're seeing, uh, but you get to step out in faith and, and deliver that word. So there's, there's youth that has this gift. Yes. Yes. Anybody. Kids. I mean, there's no age limit on who can prophesy. Uh, my oldest daughter has, has been prophesying since she was four or five years old, giving prophetic words. And that's something that, because that's a, a culture that my wife and I have, have fostered in our home, it's something that we've worked to develop in her she's just she's not been scared of it she's not questioned it it's just been part of her life and because of that she's walked in that and developed in that very quickly amen well give me some more nuggets about the prophetic um another thing with the prophetic is it does two things it, it's foretelling and it's foretelling uh, and the difference between that is foretelling is seeing something that's happening in somebody's life. Foretelling is declaring something in line with what's happening in their life. For example, you may see a famine in somebody's life. There's lack. I may say, you know, I'm seeing lack in your life. There's a financial issue in your life. I see lack of finding. I'm foretelling what I'm seeing in your life. But now I'm going to foretell and I'm going to say, but I declare by the promises of God that abundance is yours. Abundance to overflowing. So I'm foretelling, I'm seeing, but now I'm foretelling, I'm declaring something. You know, it's just like Ezekiel. Uh, I see a valley of dry bones. Well, now go speak to the dry bones and command them life. Um, so the prophetic is, is can be twofold, uh, foretelling and forthtelling. What does a person do once they receive that prophetic word? The most important thing with a prophetic word is what somebody does with it. Uh, if I give a prophetic word to somebody, uh, once I deliver that word, I've now, I'm done with it. I've been obedient, I've done my part. Really, though it takes a lot of faith for me to deliver that word, there's more responsibility and more faith required in the person that's receiving the word. Because now, 
they've got to step into that. They've got to believe in faith that this is the word of the Lord, and now what? What I recommend, how we've been taught at our church, is when I get a prophetic word, I listen. I get the recording, I listen to it, I transcribe it, I write it out. You will get so much more when you start typing that word out. You'll pick up on key words that you might not pick up on just listening to it. And, and it's important to listen to it and write it out because when you get a prophetic word, you don't remember every detail like you think you do. You'll go home and you'll listen to it and you'll think, I, I missed that. Uh, I don't remember them saying that. So you write it out. And then what I do after that, my wife and I, what we do, we, we break it out into categories. What's my responsibility in this word? What does God say I'm going to do? What does God say he's going to do? What, what are his promises in this word? Is there somebody else involved? Is there a pastor involved in this word? What, what's their part in this word? And you begin to break that out, and that word now becomes something that you war with. It becomes a, a two-edged sword. When the Bible talks about a two-edged sword, it's not talking about just the Bible itself, the, the, the written word, the Logos word. It's talking about the Rhema word. When that written word becomes life, becomes a rhema word, a word from God, that's when the word becomes a two-edged sword. So a prophetic word lines up with the word of God, or it should. If it doesn't, then it's not a real prophetic word. So it should line up with the word of God. So when that prophetic word, when you get that so deep inside of you that that becomes life to you, you can take that word and you can begin to war with that word. It becomes a two-edged sword. Uh, to fight Satan because you can be guaranteed that when you get a prophetic word after the fact things will happen that seem to be the complete opposite of what the prophetic word says but then you take that word and you say I'm not I'm not gonna take that I believe that this is the word of the Lord over my life and you begin to war against uh, the powers of darkness that want to come against that Right. So you're going to want to believe it. Yes, you need to believe it. If you don't believe it, but there's a huge responsibility. I am the only one who can walk in the prophetic words over my life. If you give me a prophetic word, you've done the easy part. I've got the hard part. I now have to walk in that. I have to believe it in faith, and I have to put action to the word. If somebody, if I give somebody a word that, well, you've got a pastoral call on your life, they can't just sit and, and hope that that happens. They need to start making steps. They might have to enroll in school. They might have to do different things to begin to walk towards that word. Hmm. Well, Steve, it's always a privilege to have you on the air. And I want you to pray for our listeners today. But not only do I want you to pray for them, I want you to activate your uh, prophetic gifting. Will you do that? Yes, absolutely. But before we do that, I want to ask you, if somebody wanted to get in contact with you, if somebody wanted to have you speak at their church, um, have you come to their men's uh, breakfast, how do they get in contact with you? The two ways that are really the easiest to get in contact with me is on Facebook, Stevens Gate Ministries. Um, you can contact me through a message on there, or you can go to my website, stevensgateministries.com. And I have a contact uh, button there. You can click on that. It'll send me an email. And then we can go from there with contact information. That's the two easiest ways to get a, in contact with me. Great. Thank you, Steve. Father, I thank you for this opportunity. 
to speak to your people. Father, I pray right now for those that may even be listening to this who are skeptical of the prophetic. They're not really sure. Father, I pray that this will be the beginning of opening their eyes uh, to the prophetic, not just through somebody else, but in their own life, opening their eyes and opening their heart to understand that they too can prophesy. That's a gift that you have given each of us. All we need to do is ask. And Father, I pray that you will open their heart to this because as it opens up, it will lead them, it will guide them in their personal life, not just for other people that they may speak to, but it'll, it'll open their heart and their ears to hear you clearer for their own life so that they can walk in your perfect will. So Father, I thank you that there are listeners out there uh, right now whose hearts are being opened their ears are being open. Father, I thank you for, for those even listening that maybe they, they stumbled upon this, this broadcast. Uh, maybe they don't even go to church, but something is sparking them even right now uh, to draw closer to you, to get to know you more. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in this land today. I thank you that the prophets of the land today, the prophetic people of the land today are paving the way towards the next move of God. And there's a great move of God coming. I thank you that we will see hospitals emptied. We will see uh, drug addicts clean, alcoholics clean, bondages completely falling off of people. And I thank you that you're going to use your prophetic people, a prophetic voice in this nation to move things forward. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Steve. And thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.